welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Hello, it's episode 98, and today we're going to do a little recap. I know it's already January, but we were so busy earlier in the year, we didn't really get to do our year-end wrap-up. So DJ Bethy Beth and I are going to talk about what's new, what's happening, and a little bit of a wrap-up of how 2019 went down. So 2019 was kind of a wild and woolly year. Um, you know, Sonoma County, we are irrepressible. Yeah. We had a little bit of fire, a little bit of flood, but you know what? It's here. It's beautiful. None of that should ever deter anyone from visiting our county because one, I think one thing I really pride our county on and on Sonoma is, you know, we extend hospitality no matter what's going on. So that's like really the the through line of what we're about. Yeah, it definitely is. And you know, it is a beautiful time of year, and right now, being January, it's a great time to be here. And I'm excited because I'm a person who likes even things. And so for me, a year that is 2020, I'm like, that is so cool. You like even things. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's like you have 2020 vision, and when you do something again, it's 2.0. It's like, I'm thinking, I'm going to have so much fun this year. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. So are we going to go to Vegas and bet even numbers? I think we will. I think we'll. Don't you like things? I like everything evened up. Yeah. Well, so. you know, I'm kind of more the odd You're side. More, yeah, you probably liked I 2019. I like the 579. Yeah. But uh, yeah, well, coming up, we're here. It's 2020, so... Mm-hmm. It's your year. It's my year. So on a personal level, I don't know that the listeners care about my personal level. Yes, but we do. as much as I'm excited about 2020. So for 2019, I thought I don't want to think about, you know, what restaurants went out of business or who closed. I want to think about positive things. So in my personal life, my husband retired. My daughter got married. I have a son that's engaged and I have a grandbaby on the way. I mean, 2019. Dang. <laughs> so that was probably exciting stuff. Um I think that for the wine road, what we did that was new, the biggest thing that we did was our brand new website, which we released that last year in March. And it was, we didn't, you know, update or change the colors on our website. We started with a new website from, you know, from ground, the ground zero. up. And um, we really tried to focus on sort of exceptional tasting experiences that people can have because they're, you know, we have about 200 winery members. You can definitely just go and do some nice wine tasting, but you could also look through the website and find really elevated, uh, seated tasting experiences where you can really learn about winemaking, uh, learn about, you know, viticulture and what's happening in the cellar. You can do some nice food pairings. So our whole website is really um, designed to help the visitor just to have the best experience they could possibly have when they come here. Yeah. We launched our perfect day on the website. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening and you have a perfect day, we are always looking for people to write up their perfect days. I'm talking to you, Richard. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we also launched a little bit of uh, varietal. I'm writing about our different varietals that our wineries have. So we're adding a lot more education, but more fun stuff too. And I think really, it's just we had such a good lineup of guests last year. We did. Uh, I just recently flew back to the East Coast, and the only service I could really get was I could listen to my downloaded podcasts. <laughs> so I listened to our podcasts, which normally I listen to them when they go live, but I'm listening to them at work while I'm also kind of working, so I'm kind of halfway listening. Well, I was on a plane with nothing else but to listen. <laughs> so I listened to about eight episodes, and we did have some really great guests on yeah. our show. I always learn something. It's yeah. fun. 
Yeah. It's fun to listen. So Richard here at Threshold Studios, um, he always likes uh, to hear about the new restaurants or new things that are happening. So every time when we come in to record, he's always telling us what he just did <laughs> from one of the last shows that we did. Last uh, last time we were in, he said he just went to Cloverdale. And he thoroughly explored the restaurants and the one into the taste room that we talked about. And had a yes, great time. Richard is our number one fan. He <laughs> literally enacts all our perfect days. So you got to cool. love that. You know, when we have guests on, I like to ask them sort of what are their some of their favorite things. So I thought, well, I would just mention, you know, my favorite things. So I thought I would throw out some of the things I really enjoy that, as far as restaurants and places to go. And in Healdsburg, I'm just a huge fan of Parish Cafe. I mean, that is a great breakfast and lunch spot. I also love Bocce Restaurant, which is also in Healdsburg. They have such a diverse menu. You could have just go and have a great salad. You can have great pasta dishes. They can make a pizza right out of the oven. I love going there. And then as funky as this sounds, I live in Cloverdale, and we spent a fair amount of time at Papa's Pizza. It is just, if you want to feel like a local, and they have this amazing wine and beer list. They usually have six different beers on tap, and they change it. Uh, probably about every three or four weeks. So you can do a beer tasting, wow. pick what you want. So I love Papa's and it's just um, great pizzas, great sandwiches, great salads. So it's a fun place to go. If you're up in Healdsburg and you're heading out to Dry Creek Valley, the Dry Creek General Store is just such a cool spot. I mean, it was built probably in the early 1900s. It still has, I think, the original wood floor when you, <laughs> it's a creaky old that floor. That is a cool floor. But it is a cool uh, place. It's very much... Uh, you see sort of a mix of locals that work out in the valley and then uh, visitors who are, you know, out wine tasting and stopping in there for lunch. You can get a lunch to go and take it to a winery and picnic, or you can eat there. Um, I was out there just a couple of weeks ago for lunch. Debbie and I thought, you know, we need to get out of the office, so let's go someplace fun. <laughs> so we went out to um, the general store. And, and then I definitely love Willowwood and Grayton, which is a bit of a drive from my house. It takes about an hour. But for Greg and I, that's like the perfect breakfast treat on the weekend to head out there for breakfast or for lunch. And they also have a really amazing wine list. I mean, every time I'm there, I'm like, this is such a small, funky little restaurant. This wine list just totally blows my mind. I don't think you could go wrong going to uh, Willowwood. And then because you are all the way out in Grayton, at that point, you might well just pop next door to Bowman Cellars and do a little wine tasting. Yeah. Bowman is super cute. Really nice owners and... uh, they just definitely have a lot of things going. They do a little um, charcuterie boards. I think you can get there also. So that's fun to do. And then for wineries, places that I feel like I can always send guests and I know they're going to be treated well. And uh, I enjoy not just, you know, one wine at this winery, but multiple wines that will be on their list. I send people a lot to Kokomo and to Acorn and to Hook and Ladder. Uh, Harvest Moon is kind of right uh, a neighbor of Hook and Ladder. They also do a great job. And then Alexander Valley Vineyards. I love to go there because I love the history mm-hmm. of the winery. And it's complimentary wine tasting, and they have an amazing little um, cave tour. And what I love with their cave tour is they they taste a Cabernet that is, uh, it's the same juice, one is being aged in American oak and one is being aged in French oak. So for a visitor, it's a nice little educational yeah. experience without being, you know, a two-hour commitment of, you know, it's just an easy little tasting. So those are some of my favorite little things to do. So Mars... 
What what are some of your little favorite things to do or places to go or things? Some of my favorite things. Well, I I was just thinking about your 2019 highlights. You know, you're going to be, you know, have a grandchild on the Mm -hmm. way. I I don't have any of that personal family stuff. I have a dog. (laughs) And she (laughs) loves you. Yes, and she's very loving. (laughs) But, uh, you know, one thing I've just been doing a lot of last year was just really getting out and hiking a lot. Yeah. Just, you know, one thing is when you have a dog, you get out more, but... You know what's my favorite time of year to hike is the winter Mm -hmm. because I don't like dust. I don't like it dusty on the trail. I like it wet. (laughs) I like to be, you know, just the the trees and everything's kind of stark but beautiful. Well, it smells good. It smells so good. And just being doing a lot of trails. Um, Our own little Raggle Ranch is so amazing. It's right there. You know, it's like a little urban park. But we've been going out a lot to... Um, Doran Park, the Bodega Head, our favorite place. That's where we go. That's yeah. our spot, Mars. <laughs> yeah, it is our spot. I know. I've been cheating on you. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> but I'm always struck how, no matter what the time of year, just getting outside around here. We had friends from out of town in 2019. And, you know, that's when you really get to play tourist and put into effect all the things we did. We went to Charles Schultz Museum amazing. We went to the Redwoods. We went to the beach. We went We went everywhere. And we went all through Guerneville. And you just, it's not that we take it for granted, because I think of most people, we really get out and do things. But just to share that, it's such a joy to share it with people. Well, and I think you just, uh, living here, you kind of put on the back burner because I'm, you know, I'm going to work. And so I'll deal with, you know, I'll get to do that later. And then later doesn't always come. So you really do have to take the time. And I know when you had your friends here and you spent the day in Guerneville, I thought, oh, my God, I love going to Guerneville. You just park at one end of town. Right. You hit up all the little shops and the five and dime and the little art galleries. Pie shop. Not once, the not twice, shop. three times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I won't let you take Greg there because that's his favorite place, the pie shop. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of nice things to do and a lot of great hiking. is uh, That's what my son does constantly. So that That's just been my kind of really enjoying nature more, getting out of the house. You know, for the kind of work I do – it's hard. You know, I don't go to an office. I'm a freelancer. And you tend to never leave the house. You just stay at home. Yeah, right. you stay at home because that's where your work is. So right. getting out is really important and just seeing how great it is. We've got a lot, um, some new places in Sebastopol are coming. Um, and there's a new bar that we have to go to. It's called Jasper's. If you insist. And it's <laughs> it's originally, it used to be a real old school bar and it was redone. But they have one of the best drinks there. Uh, really nice. It's a little happening place. I, I'm so spoiled because I never have to leave my town. <laughs> <laughs> and then the big news for 2020 is Wine Road Podcast has been nominated again for a Taste Award. Not one, not two, not three, six, folks. And we have to thank all our listeners because, you know, what we do, it's not easy. It is a labor of love. But we're so encouraged by all the little notes and letters we get from people and uh, we're excited to bring this to you, but we're also excited when you get a little recognition, too. So it's really quite fun. <laughs> really, it's so funny because the recognition, it's what I love more than anything is when I get an email. Because I'll be, my whole day, like you said, you work out of your home, a freelance writer. I work in my office and I rarely leave. I mean, I'm just sitting there all day long. But every once in a while, an email pops up from someone who's listened. And, you know, they just the least little thing that they say about enjoying the podcast, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so grateful. It does make our day, folks. Because <laughs> <laughs> you think, does anybody even care? So that's still great. So onward and upward, do you have any new little books that you want to tell people about, Marcy? For today, I do have a book. And this is a little far afield from Sonoma, but it is a book about, um, it's called Pasta, Pane, and Vino. 
And it's from Roads and Kingdoms. This is a kind of a famous travel blog, and it's a very deep dive into the food culture, wine culture of Italy and all the different regions. It's it's quite beautiful, but it's also narrative. And I love me a narrative book, you know? <laughs> yes. It's not just facts and figures. It's not just recipes. It really goes deep into the regional cuisines the and the wine. And I think it's a lovely book. And I love things that integrate food, mm-hmm. wine, and culture. Right. So this is called Pasta, Pane, Vino, Deep Travels Through Italy's Food Culture by Matt Golding. And it's from Roads and Kingdoms, which is, uh, you should check their blog out, too. And, you know, it's not a cookbook. It's, it's kind of like a travelogue mm-hmm. and a deep dive. That's my kind of book. Okay. Sounds like a plan. It's a loving profile of the country. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. Okay. <laughs> That's what we needed. So uh, do you have items today, or are we moving on past the items? I don't have an item today. You know, we're a little slow off the mark for 2020, but items are coming in, I- I've heard. But doesn't it just sound great to say 2020? <laughs> You know, I had no idea you had this even number thing going on. So it'll be my 20th anniversary at the Wine Road in May. Wow. Isn't that 20, 20, 20. So you've really yeah. got this in yeah. now. Well, I need to grow an inch so I won't be 5'1 anymore. Yeah, if you could do that. I'll be more even. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think we're past the growing stage. We're heading into the shrinking stage. Yeah, it's more a lateral move than a vertical move. <laughs> lateral. So the only thing um, new that I could talk about also... Um, you know, everyone plans all their trips with uh, reviews. You know, that's how you you pick the restaurant you go to. You look up the reviews. You pick where you're going to go. You know, you look at the reviews. So for Wine Road, we really need trip advisor reviews. And that's not something we really ever sought out because... Because it's a destination. It's, a des- it's like we're not giving you, telling you about one thing. Yeah. But we, we do have great events that people could review. We have uh, the concierge service, you know, if that was helpful and you use that. If you bought a tasting pass, you could write a review about that. So what I've done is on the very, very, very top of the Wine Road homepage, so wineroad.com, there's a uh, about a half-inch wide green banner at the very top, and it just says uh, TripAdvisor Reviews. And if you click on that, it'll take you right to where you could write yeah. something for us. So that would be helpful. Some great stuff to say. Another big, huge thing that happened in 2019 and carries through 2020 Wine region of the year, wine enthusiast. I mean, it's funny because we got this uh, this honor and it got a little lost in the shuffle because so much was going on when that first came out. But it is a very important um, honor for the region to be wine region of the year That's by huge. wine enthusiast. Mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, you know, they really nailed it in the description. You know, we're just so... We're so varied. We we have it all, mm-hmm. and it's all here for you too. So she did a really great intro to uh, on the article about that. How we were, you know, mountainous yet coastal, and yeah, you know, it's and and we rely on history, history, and then yet we do really modern things. So it's yeah, it was a really great uh, little intro to Sonoma County and what we're all about here. Yeah, so that was a real that was really awesome to get that because that's the most sought after thing every year. It's huge. So I uh, had kind of mentioned how uh, the reviews were important for us. And then another thing that I think um, people don't take advantage of when they do come wine tasting, best advice you can get is from people that work in the tasting room. I mean, if someone has just poured six wines for you and talked to you about each of those wines and you gave them some feedback about which ones you did or didn't like or what you did like about them, they understand then what your palate is about and what wines you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And people in the tasting rooms visit 
so many wineries. I mean, that's what they do. They really know who produces other wines, you know, comparable to their wines. And so they can give you great recommendations on where you should go. So ask, you know, and they want to tell you. They like the interaction. They want to be able to give you great advice. They want you to remember them because, you know, they they want you to have a great visit. Mm -hmm. So the other thing I wanted to mention is you could save the date if you happen to be a golfer. We're going to be putting on our first annual Wine Road Golf Classic on May 29th at the Windsor Golf Course. And that's uh, part of um, the ongoing support that the Wine Road has had for the Redwood Empire Food Bank. And then Wine Road also donates a dollar a ticket for every event ticket that we sell throughout the year. So that was another $13,000 we donated. We have been uh, kind of supporting the food bank with our ticket sales for about 10 years now. And we've what we do is $1 per ticket for all of our events and our tasting paths throughout the year. So at this point, I think we're at about $450,000 that we have managed to donate. So That's amazing. Good. Yeah. It feels great. It's great. So then the golf course, hopefully we'll just continue to add to that. Yeah. So you have to learn to play golf now. I'm just going to, I just drive the cart and hand out drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm good at. <laughs> I, I can give you a few swing tips. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, I, the driving the cart is hard to beat. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, yeah. That's a start. That's a definite start. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's it. I think that's all I have to say for wrapping up 2019 because I'm just so excited about 2020. Well, here we are. It's yeah. 2020. I always encourage people, if you're coming a trip, you can just go cruise down the podcast list and see certain topics that might interest you because that information is, you know, it's, it's definitely evergreen. evergreen. It's evergreen. And we, yeah, there are like uh, 3D itineraries, three days in Windsor, yeah. three days in Santa Rosa. So if you are coming, those itineraries in particular are super yeah. helpful. So we really look forward to bringing you more of the great itineraries, great guests, great wine. For January. <laughs>